welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we talk about all things zookeeping. Ooh. Ooh. We are both former zookeepers. Each week, we talk about whatever we want. A lot of it has to do with animals, uh, but also zookeeping tips, t- tricks, ideas, uh, 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 hot tips, you know, hot Inside tip hotlines. <laughs> exactly. Inside scoops. Anything. Anything you'd like. Anything goes. Nothing we say reflects any past, present, or future organizations. Mm-hmm. All thoughts, opinions, advice are our own. Um, so what's that? Why don't we go ahead and get grimy? Flora. Yeah. Why don't you tell me what you've been up to this week, my darling, so, side of my life? My sweet wife. My sweet, beautiful <laughs> wife. Yes. Let's see. What did I do? I stuck a foot in a grave, was halfway to hell, waved at Satan, came back up. I fucking That's died. That's not anything new, though. I fucking, I died. I got really oh, ill. Right. Yeah. Um, I went pole dancing. Probably An got obvious COVID. next step after <laughs> illness. <laughs> Came back uh, ready to go and yeah. pole dancing. Um, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much been the huge here. But it's it's the week of Krimbus. It's Christmas week. It's the holiday season. So I've wrapped all the presents. Aww. I spent a ton of money. That I shouldn't have on others mm-hmm. and myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just ready to, I don't know, work. I worked that day. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to work. That's the, on- that's the reason for the season. <laughs> I'm on call. So better than any zookeeping work. True that. But it is nice in your zookeeper. You at least get like a half day sometimes or you get mm-hmm. the paid holiday if you're not needed. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. holidays were kind of fun and close to the public. A lot of them. But some of them are not. People still show up. That was up the best part of holidays. Day. Yeah. Like, demand to see the animals. Yeah, that's true. Is this what Jesus would have wanted? Is Jesus' birthday? What is Christmas? I always get confused. Santa's birthday? His, uh, uh both. It's both of their birthdays. Birthday right. twins. B-Day twins. Mm-mm-mm. Yep. Fun. So that's Cute. me and mine. What about you? How are you? It is, uh, I'm good. I'm feeling festive. It, it is the Krimbus week. Krimbus. The Krampus knocked. And Krampus. Uh, here's a little plug. If you guys haven't listened to last year's bonus episode, if you're not a patron, oh. go to patreon.com slash keeper chat right this second. Join and you get immediate access to all of our past bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. We recorded a banger last year yeah. for December. We recorded an episode about Krampus and it is, I don't know, it's like a work of art, I think. I don't want to like speak out of turn. It was good. It was very interesting. It's wild. Um, a lot of things I didn't know. A lot of weird stuff going on with a Krampus lot of things Knox. now i've forgotten so if i listened <laughs> it would all be new to me as well a re-listen is an order that's for sure <laughs> but yeah everything's very festive i've got lights up um Cute. i had a string of lights that was like kind of an awkward length and the outlet was kind of in a weird place and i didn't mm-hmm. quite know what to do with it so what i did instead i decided to put them up on the lights in my bathroom it was Cute. the best decision I've made in 2021 because it is so fucking festive and cozy in there. I'm never taking them down. <gasps> what if you took a bath? Do you have a tub? I do. What if you took like a little Christmas bath? I know. That's what I'm saying because they kind of twinkle and they give the nicest ambiance. I haven't turned have, like, on the actual bathroom candle? light <gasps> in oh. weeks. It's it's so cozy in there. I, I love, love the ambiance of a cozy bathroom. Overhead lights, it's been said before. I'll say it again. They're a hate crime. They, oh, someone turns on an overhead light, I know immediately that we'll never be friends. Yeah. That's a party foul. <laughs> it was just really, it's, a, it's not a good time. Anyone who could just like low-key live in a room that has overhead lighting is a sociopath. They're a lizard person. Like, that's their basking light. Oh. They're a reptile. Light. Yeah. <laughs> they are a yeah, reptile. Yeah, it's not There's natural. No other, no other explanation. 
Everyone looks horrible in overhead lighting, too. Also true. If you look at me in the dark, shadows I'm on my stunning. Face. <laughs> yeah. If you look at me with an overhead light, I look like a crone. Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. look at me in the dark instead. Um, but other than that, it's been pretty good. I'm getting I'm getting ramped up, you know, holiday season. I watched some of the like claymation Christmas <gasps> specials you? of our youth. There's um they're kind of fucked up and racist, huh? Yeah, as I was say, do they hold up? No. Uh, I think it depends. Some of the bits are good. Um, some of the bits are pretty fucking bad. But I mean, uh, Rudolph was like racist, but in a good way, right? Like they were like, racism is bad. Like you should love Rudolph. He's different. We should love him. Yeah, but also like everyone was still a dick to him, and also his oh. dad was like a real dick. Like he was oh, like, I hate really? my son. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you know, like no. like old timey boomer shit. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. All uh, right. A little bit rough, but you know, it is what it is. Um, what better way to get into the holiday spirit than <laughs> than to watch some old timey clay racism, right? Well, like all of Christmas is like this weird religious thing and like religion is like look at it. Well like capitalism, you know. Look at it. Well take a good right. look at it. So I'm not <laughs> take surprised. A gander. Yeah, checks out. Um, but uh, other than that, it's good. I'm actually drinking a boozy hot chalky. So we're in oh, the festive spirit so as we speak. Oh, my God. Stand by. That sounded horrible. It's like there was a lizard person in your home. <laughs> what was that? Sorry if anyone heard that. Um, that I was my lizard cat. <laughs> she stole one of the rolls of wrapping paper and um, took off out of the room with it. So oh a hate crime has been committed. <laughs> There's something Someone call the police. You've had her for like a year, right? And she's feral. Um, <laughs> like two years. Two yeah, years. Hardy. She's insane. She's a wild woman. She's really weird. Yeah, I sent you that snap the other day of her like sleeping against a floorboard. It's yeah. like her favorite spot in the house, right next she's to like a power right strip. Right next to an <laughs> What the fuck? Like, why? Why though? I don't know. I'll never have an answer. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Anyways, uh. We have a little special, little special holiday episode is for you all. Is this a little so special? It is a holiday special. It's our own oh. claymation special. Just imagine Flora and I are actually made of clay during all of this. Less um, religion, minus... less racist. <laughs> Please. Right, I was going to say minus Please. the racism and religion. We're just, we're just made of clay. That's all. That's what makes it festive. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but normally, you know, when we talk about, Especially recently, when we talk about some of the behind the scenes, like zoo mm. secrets and stuff, mm. it's been it's been a little negative, right? Because we've had oh, some yeah. not so great experiences. It's all bad, yeah. Because a lot of it is was bad, yeah. Wow, yeah. However, this time we're gonna turn that frown upside down, inject a little holiday oh. spirit in, and we're gonna talk about some of the good things to look for if you're oh. looking for a zookeeping job. I should have drank for this. <laughs> wasn't ready can i find this <laughs> happiness somewhere deep inside me i don't know is it there flora's um heart has already shriveled three sizes <laughs> from the there. already small size that it I'm was the Grinch of zookeeping <laughs> your heart right now is just like a pebble <laughs> it's uh, like a little yeah a little rock let's see if we can pump that thing give it some water give it a little bit of love see if we can get it all big and juicy okay. by the end of this episode okay Okay. So thanks, Gray, for sending in this question. They said that they are graduating this spring and they're going to be looking to apply for jobs. So we have talked before, I think in our last Q&D, actually, about what to look for when applying for jobs um, Mm. as far as like red flags go. So things to avoid, um, especially in the interview and application process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
But Gray specifically asking, what kinds of green flags should we look for? Like looking at things like job descriptions and how to kind of navigate the really intimidating AZA job page. All right. Yeah. So they're asking for our words of wisdom, which Gray, you know. know. Bottom (laughs) of the barrel. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know about wisdom. It's bad Um, when they come to us because I know they're desperate. (laughs) (laughs) They've exhausted all of their resources. (laughs) You're my last hope. Casey, so me. um yeah i wanted to maybe start like with job descriptions like you're fresh out of the Love gate that. you're kind of looking at things what sorts of green flags do you look for when you're looking at a zookeeper job description um i definitely look for specifications like as specific as possible if you're looking at a generalized mm-hmm. vague ass no detail thing mm-hmm. you might start to go down a big waste of time right like you don't know exactly what you're applying for if it's really sure. vague So already, if you're on like a time crunch or if you know exactly what you're looking for, that might Mm. not be a good thing Um, Mm -hmm. because you might get to the end and they're like, oh, actually, this is like specifically working with just buttholes or something. And you're like, well, I'm (laughs) anti-butthole. have been my whole life. And like you don't know that until it's like two interviews in or something. I don't know. Sure. Um, So I think just like transparency, which is just like as detailed as possible. And that includes Mm. the pay. If they're not including the pay then that means that they are not going to pay you <laughs> properly um, because that's nothing to be ashamed about. So why are they hiding it? Um, right. It's not a secret because you do need to get paid. <laughs> um, that's like, and I think I've told the story a thousand times. I had several interviews with a like world famous aquarium <laughs> and they were like, hey, would you like to live in this downtown metropolitan area for like $9 an hour? That was like, like my part time. They're like, yeah, part time. <laughs> I, I interviewed for a full time position, and that was the last interview. And I was like, oh, you know, that's so fucking tempting. <laughs> that is so fucking tempting. Like I'm frothing thinking about not being able to live. <laughs> um, that's definitely achievable. <laughs> so that was a big ass waste of time, right? Like if I had asked in the first interview, yeah, or if they had been upfront about it, or if they hadn't have fucking lied. Yeah, right. that would have been stellar too. So, um, no reason to beat around the bush. I think getting as much details as you can, and then also if maybe okay, let's say it's not there, then you need to have you need to be asking them in the first interview. And if they're cagey mm-hmm. in the first interview, then like cut your losses because I one agree. thing about uh, applying for all these jobs and all this stuff, it's such a huge time suck. It's gonna take over your life. It's depressing. It's horrible. Nobody likes it, and it is mm-hmm. horrible. So, you know. You're you have worth inherently as a person and as a zookeeper and whatever you're applying for and animal care, so like fuck them. Like if they're not going to treat you with respect, then like then tell them to die. But like don't waste your time and like apply to stuff that you're like well maybe because that's yeah. going to take you hours of like fixing your cover letter and fixing your resume. I mean if it's something you can just like one off like just like throw it. Sure, do it, but just like be mentally prepared to like they're going to fuck you over probably because why are they lying in their job description? I don't know. Yeah. Agreed. Or if they, in the first interview or, like, the first communication, try to make you feel bad for asking about salary, then cut oh, your losses. Like, bad. It's weird. Bad. Because, like, you're not doing this out of the goodness of your heart. You yeah. do have to live. So, yeah. <laughs> and but anyone who's going to be weird about that is going to be a bad boss. The flip side is that some of, and a lot of the organizations, of course, like, their HR or their hiring, or if they're, like, a city-run zoo, then it's, like, the city's HR then, like, mm-hmm. sometimes they're really fucking stupid and they actually have oh, no yeah. idea, like, what the job is at all. <laughs> so sometimes yeah. you can run into that, too, where, like, they just literally don't know anything, like, right. at all, period, about how anything works. Don't know their own names. <laughs> don't know um, where they are. <laughs> so maybe if you're looking at a zoo who's, like, owned by the state or, like, the city, like, mm-hmm. just 
go in say like understanding that you're not working with a zoo go in swinging person like at all <laughs> yeah um so they might not be able to answer some of those like more detailed questions that's a good idea so i don't know i just think yeah specifics look for specific questions. i would agree answers. i think to build on your point about specifics in the job description uh it's a good idea to also try to suss out what they're trying to say like if it is kind mm. of like a vague position because mm-hmm. some aren't just like a bird keeper or a Mm -mm. reptile keeper like some of them are kind of more general where you're working with a lot of species Mm -hmm. so the job description is a little more general and that's fine if that's what you're looking for Mm -hmm. but i think if it's something like expected to perform uh maintenance duties of the area or something like like very vague like that. well i've seen some that are like take care of like public restrooms like that was yes that's what i was gonna say is like that probably means that you're also doing like public janitorial services yeah and that's not necessarily a bad thing but like you should go into it with your eyes open a little bit and understand that that's probably what they're saying without Mm -hmm. saying it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. just try to get details where you can and again the first interview is like a good time to suss that out as well yeah but i definitely applied to a job that did not have the specific routine identified which like it was a smaller zoo so it was kind of like okay uh also in the conversations in the first interview still didn't know uh Mm. what routine it would be they were just citing which is a very strange thing. Second interview, they had decided. I was like, okay, sure. Uh, final interview, like, got it. Went there. Place sucked. Worst place ever. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know. That was probably a red flag. The fact that they didn't even know, like, what position they were hiring for. That was fucked up from the start. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, like, why? They, they should have all the information, right? A zookeeper I just agree. left. Or they're adding a position. Why don't Agreed. they have all the information? There's no reason right. that they should not have all the information. You're trying to save them time. You're trying to save yourself time. Yeah. Get to the fucking well, bottom of it as soon as fucking possible. It's ridiculous. And it's disrespectful to interview someone mm. and be like, we don't know where you'd be working. It's yeah. like, okay, well, don't waste my time Would then. You take you this know? job. <laughs> it could be anything. Yeah. Actually, what it um, was, was you're going to fly out here and then we're going to fuck you. That's what this job is. <laughs> Couldn't write that on, on uh, AZA.com, though. Could we? <laughs> So we added some weird verbiage. Added fluff work. Yeah, and other duties as expected and yeah. required. <laughs> that was us. Fucking you. Um, one thing I will say is a green flag in job descriptions is if you look at the requirements for the position and they seem accurate to what the level of the job is. Oh, if someone is looking for an entry level keeper position with five years of experience and like paid AZ yeah. experience, pass because that's stupid. That's wild. Like, if you're if you're looking for an entry level keeper position, they should be looking for internships, volunteer work, mm-hmm. maybe some months of like paid keeper experience, like seasonal work. They should not be looking for anything more than like one year yeah. of paid keeper experience. So just perish. keep that in mind. Yeah. I think that's a really good point too. They always ask for more. And that and those ones that like ask for a whole lot, like if you if you think everything sounds really good else about it and like the mm-hmm. expectation that they listed is fucking insane and you want to apply anyway, do it. Like I, mm, the, on yeah. the on the other side, like don't if you're if you're interested in something, don't take yourself out of the running. Right. Right? Like you don't know what they're going to fucking say. What if everyone mm-hmm. who applies is fucking like half a brain? They're just like literally <laughs> just like a jar of half of a brain is the only yeah. other applicant. And you. And they wanted five-year experience, and you have one. They're going to go for the brain because they're cheaper. I'm sorry. They went for the half a brain. It doesn't have arms or legs. It can't (laughs) keep. It's a slug. I chose a real Um, 
the, but, the way I broke into the field was because I was a second choice. Like I didn't have any husbandry yeah. experience. I had animal um, behavioral research experience. But that's and, not like, even a I dig did, on like, you. Because yeah. that's a dig on them because they picked the worst fucking dumbest fucking <laughs> candidate. Like they were the and worst. And then I ended up being fucking elite. Exactly. Like that, <laughs> like that was just like a bad move on their part. That person's stupid. Right. I saw him for like, so, like 24 hours. I was like, this is the dumbest person. <laughs> <laughs> and then I arrived and you're like, oh. It's like an angel Actually, from the she's heavens. also dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in love with her. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling like a vibe here. She seems terrible, but I can't stop <laughs> thinking about her. We have a connection of some sort. But yeah, I agree with Flora. Don't like count yourself out. You never know what things might translate well in an interview or on mm-hmm. paper. And mm-hmm. you might not even need like specific zoo experience. Like mm-hmm. tons of people have like vet tech experience or yeah. volunteer at a shelter or like dog kenneling experience and all that translates so like, it's what just if all you about selling just yourself charm them out of their pants there you go like my, one of my interview, last, everyone's out of their pants one of my last interviews they're like what's your favorite animal right like just like just conversation they're like can this person mm-hmm. hold a conversation are they stupid of course mm-hmm. i'm stupid if your animal is the mirror stork like what a horrible atrocious thing like what a terrible like just shut down the conversation i picked the ugliest bird i can think of <laughs> my th- my future at that point boss was like Oh my god, I, that is my favorite animal. I love them so much. We have like Knocked a baby, park. and then it was just like we're soul bonded forever. We both love this hideous, <laughs> terrible bird. And then like, like what are the chances of that? So right. I, I mean, there could have been another candidate, and they said that their favorite animal was like some cute fucking thing. And then like my lead was like, no, you have terrible taste. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea what's Hate gonna you. happen. <laughs> you have no yeah. idea. Um, another thing I was thinking of was just like kind of. Not in the application process, but in the interview mm. process, like a yeah. green flag, is involving the keepers in the interview. Like, not yes. not superiors. Because you can have a bunch of big dicks in a room, and they can just make up shit all day about what the keepers do. They can make up shit yeah. all day. No one's there to listen. But if they have when a zookeeper on the it. phone call, like mm-hmm. someone, like a coworker that you might, like they might be your coworker, or they're like the lead of the area, like they're a little bit lower than the supervisor or whoever. Mm-hmm. They can't really just like bullshit in front of them. Like they can, but they're not going to get away with it. Mm-hmm. And that puts them on the spot a little bit more. And then you can ask them, how do you feel? And then they're in front of their boss. So like you can tell if they get like sweaty or not. <laughs> Are you lying? <laughs> Check the sweat level. Are you lying or not? So I think yeah. that's like a good indication of like, Either the zoo is like, okay, I actually want the opinion of mm-hmm. the team that I have, which is great. Like, yes. oh my God, you respect your like employees' opinions. That's already 10 <laughs> steps ahead of <laughs> hundreds of places I work. Yeah. And they're like, I want them to like directly, correctly reflect the mm-hmm. workload and like what it's going to be. Yeah. I think and I think it's always good. Green flag. Because it shows that like the supervisors actually have a um, an investment Mm. Or what am I trying to say? They're vested in the collaboration that you would bring to that team. Like they yeah. want to see what you would bring and they want yeah. their coworkers, your potential coworkers to have a say as well. Yeah. And that's think, fantastic. And I think that's like another level too of like personality checking too, right? Mm. They want to make sure that you're going to mm-hmm. do well in the team, which is something that some of the inexperienced managers might not even think of. They're just looking at just qualifications when they really need mm-hmm. to be thinking, hey, this is a, this person sounds like A type, B type, C type like yeah sound like half a brain in a jar or whatever mm-hmm. they need to they need to mesh well with the team so i think that's always a good flag i don't i don't see how it could be a bad thing maybe it doesn't mm-hmm. bring anything to the table but i don't see i don't see how it would be a, yeah i don't think negative. it detracts anything no 
Another interview green flag that I was thinking of is if they can give you, I feel like this is rare and never happens, but if they can give you a clear answer on a plan for like your growth in the company, I think that that is fantastic. Most zoos do not have that. But if they have like a, a, you know, a position growth plan for you or like a promotion plan or anything Mm -hmm. like that, if that's something you're interested in. That is one of the biggest green flags that I can speak of because most yeah. places are like, no, we want to pay you as little as possible yeah. <laughs> for like the services that you do. Yes. And so I think if they can actually dictate that to you and there's like, you know, they're talking about like uh, courses that the zoo offers mm-hmm. or like training that you can go through or like whatever, or even even like time commitments, like you put in two years at this level, then you're considered mm. for this. Like all of that, I think, is a, is a good sign that you actually have options for growth in the company. Yeah. And I think kind of building or maybe like adjacent to that is the acknowledgement that you might not work there forever if you're mm-hmm. in an interview and they're like where are, where are you going to be in 10 years and they expect you to say at this same goddamn zoo that's <laughs> kind of toxic right the yeah, expectation no, they're going to stay in the same place for like a decade when mm-hmm. you could maybe you're hiring like entry-level position i don't know i think like trying to hook you in and make you like, oh, we only want people who stick around. That makes me think that there's people who aren't sticking around that. over and over and over again, and they're <laughs> yeah. fucking triggered by that. So yes. I think that if they have the expectation that like people come and go and grow and move on to bigger and better things. I had an interview in a zoo, and they were saying, like, people use this as kind of like a starter zoo. And they were okay with that. And mm-hmm. they, they were upfront about it. And that's why they were like, we kind of like you because you're a little bit further on than what we like some of the other people we have. So I'm going to bring in mm. an experienced team member to our team mm-hmm. and you can help train these other little kids little babies <laughs> all these little babies <laughs> all these little babies here turns out i came i was like this place actually is okay for a little bit but now it sucks and then i made everyone quit i was like so toxic to the whole <laughs> you team trained the babies <laughs> yeah i was like we don't deserve this they're like oh my god you're right and then everyone quit let a revolution i was like a trojan nice. horse they didn't know <laughs> i had a demon inside me and i let had it no loose. idea <laughs> just took down that whole team Sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> so I think another yeah. um, green flag during the interview process is if the people interviewing you ask, actually ask about you as a person and your soft skills and not just like if you've memorized what the oh, definition to enrichment is. I hate I hate <laughs> questions like that. I think that's so toxic and shitty. Yes. Yep. And oh my God, this is the best. I'm just like ripping and all the places I work. I had <laughs> I had a place. This place sucked. And <laughs> And they had a question that they asked every person. God, I'm not going to be able to think of it because it's so fucking dumb. I like brain wiped it. Oh, my God. It was like, what's the most? Oh, my God. What's the most important? This place is going to be like shaking in their boots right now because I'm just like, (laughs) what's the most important like relationship the animal has, right? Like in the zoo. What's the most important relationship it has? And they asked that in every interview. And people would, a lot of, I think everyone would say Uh the keeper because Uh we control whether or not they fucking die like i can leave them there to die right or i can choose to (laughs) do my job and not leave them there to die and that was like to them that was the wrong answer it was like the environment what and they (laughs) i know they took points off of every everyone i said it in my i was like yeah me motherfucker i'm the most important thing and they took points off of everyone for that. But it was like this weird question that like only they knew like this weird Ew. trick answer to. It's like a trap. I mean, yeah. And so like. What's the point of that? What is your weird riddle? What is it providing you information about the candidate? What yeah, is that nothing. providing to you? So I think like 
whether I can Google or like learn whatever weird fucked up riddle you're going to give me is pointless. That doesn't mean I'm a good person. It doesn't mean I'm a good worker. It doesn't mean I'm a mm-hmm. good knowledgeable zookeeper. Anyone can read a fucking book, dude. Like any of yeah. us can learn the scientific name of a cheetah. It's not that fucking hard. It's mm-hmm. on Google. I can Google it in my phone in like seconds. Mm-hmm. You need to suss out other qualities. So yeah, I think yeah. you're exactly right. When they ask those little trick, weird, specific, only one correct answer questions, mm-hmm. what's the point? Like, what are you, what are you getting? Yeah, what are you getting there's out so of many, it? there's so many aspects of zookeeping that like you can so very easily train someone to do. Like a lot of the manual labor, you can train them to do. Memorizing information, you can train them to do. You cannot train them to not be an absolute bastard to their coworkers. Mm-hmm. You cannot train them to not scream at customers if mm-hmm. that's their like natural inclination. It's like there's a whole lot of soft skills that go into it that I think that you only really get a better understanding of when you have a conversation and try to get to know that person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree. When you're just asking them stupid like trivia questions, sure. Stupid. What's the point of that? What yeah. everyone can learn that. That's yep. not something special. So I think if they have like a vested interest in getting to know you and how you would incorporate into the team, I think that that is like a pretty mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. pretty good green flag. Yeah. They yeah. can add yeah. like if they're asking you to prepare like a small keeper chat or something. Like mm. that's that's different. Mm-hmm. Because they're seeing mm-hmm. like where your head's at. Like what facts are you bringing to the table? Like what do you think mm-hmm. is important? How are you speaking? Can you form a, a single thought? I think <laughs> those are different. But just like riddle, like doing the fucking Riddler cosplay right. while you're on the phone with someone is ridiculous. It's infuriating. Anyway, it's, it I made all that up and it doesn't reflect any past, present, or future <laughs> organization. That never happened, actually. Um, Good thing we have that little caveat at the beginning. But if you – oh my god. If someone interview, can you imagine if someone like tomorrow has an interview – and they get asked and that they're question, like, <gasps> they're going to be like, it's environment, bitch. And then they're going to hang up because they're going to be like, I know this place sucks. <laughs> Wait, Flora said this place is terrible. I'm out. But actually, this place doesn't <laughs> exist because I made it up. Oh, there you go. Nothing reflects anything. Right. Press or future. Uh, let's move on to our last little bit of this question. How, like, what are some green flags you look for on the AZA job page? This kind of goes back to job descriptions, oh, but yeah. I think navigating that page is like a nightmare. So just right off the back, you're looking at all that huge <sighs> list of positions and stuff like, what shit. are things that you look for that's a good question it is horrible you know i look at location first you guys you need to you need to love where you live as much as you love your job so don't do that don't like take a job in the middle of fuck hole i don't know what's a shitty state Any, nebraska anywhere. <laughs> and just, all, all of the united states don't a take a position in fuck hole united states that's not gonna go well so i i would sort them by that and then, I mean, once I was in it, I was, like, just typing in penguin. If nothing came up and there wasn't a penguin job, like, I would close it for the day. Like, fuck you guys. If penguin's <laughs> not the title, I'm out. My uh, search is done. <laughs> so look for your specifics. Like, use the search bar. Mm-hmm. Don't go too deep because if it, you're too deep, then it's bad. Yeah, you need recent stuff for And, sure. like, that goddamn ASAC, the ASAC website's horrible. I wouldn't look for jobs there at all. No, it's The ASAC one always had, like, really sketchy big cat shit on there, right? Yeah. Like the there were some good were postings crazy. on there of like ZAA facilities, yeah. but yeah, there were some like kind of weird ones. So make sure you do your research. And like you have to pay there. money to post your job in AZA.com. Mm-hmm. Org? Is it org? I don't even remember anymore. Uh, org, yeah. So if you have places in mind, go to their websites. Like don't just trust AZA yeah. career page. Look up every zoo in your like sixty mile radius you're looking at, and check their mm-hmm. websites and check their mm-hmm. career pages because some might slip under the radar. You never know. Yeah, I think that's good. I will say uh, a red flag to 
avoid, I guess, maybe this is a green flag in reverse, is if you see a oh. position constantly being posted on the oh, AZA job so page, bad. Yes. do not apply. Even if it looks yes. great, even if it's like your dream animal in your dream location, don't. <laughs> don't do it. I yeah. know. I'm going to put them on blast right now, but I know Zoo Miami is constantly hiring people on Zoo the Miami. AZA job oh page. Oh my God. It's because of don't. Florida. You can't keep anyone down there. <laughs> constantly. So if you see that position coming up, there's they like five alligators. of them. The moment yeah. they get down there. <laughs> and then they're like, they um, get lost in the bayou and they have to hire someone else. I've seen it. Yeah. Give it a wide berth. But if you see one of like a really respected facility and you've never seen that position before, fucking jump on it. Yeah. I will say it does help to be part of like social media groups. So if you're on like a Facebook group mm. or something for zookeepers and you see a uh, posting on AZA, go ahead and ask in there. Like get some advice from the people that actually work there or people that mm-hmm. know about the facility mm-hmm. and then you might get a better idea of like what it's like or they might even be like, yeah, that position never opens. Like it's super coveted and our yeah. keepers have all worked here for 85 years. They love or it. Or it's and up all the like, time. Oh my God. <laughs> because it's actually a seasonal position and they didn't put that in the fucking job description and they're just wasting your time. There you go. Also, but also keep in know. mind in those goddamn zookeeper <laughs> groups that like everyone is watching. So you're going to bring up the zoo and this poor zookeeper is going to be like, ha 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 yeah, it's great. So maybe like DM them on the side because they're probably like <laughs> yeah. quaking in their boots because their boss is in there. Yeah, their boss like, <sighs> it's like, don't say anything. Don't even speak. Don't you dare fucking say anything. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty good. I think it's summation if like you've got some details and you've got some specifics and transparency in the job description. That's always good. I think if you um, have got a recent posting at a well-respected place and you've done a little bit of extra research and tried to reach out to people that work there, that's a good thing to look for. Mm -hmm. And then if you get to the job interview stage, um, just getting a feel for the management. I mean, we've talked about this before, but interviews go both ways. Like you Mm want to make sure it's a place you want to be. And so even if the posting and the place is like things that you've checked off on your dream list. Mm-hmm. If you get into that interview and you're just not feeling it or you don't feel like the keepers have a good life there. Yeah. You know, it's, it might be worth looking into that. So don't you know just what? take the first thing. You know what else is fucked up I just thought of? Hmm. When you're in the interview and you're and you're talking to maybe like the supervisor of an area or the mm-hmm. lead or I don't know who the fuck they are anymore, the hiring manager, <laughs> and you're asking them how long they've worked at the zoo, right? If the supervisor says they've been there for 10 years and then you ask them what their most senior zookeeper is, if it's like one year, that is bad. (laughs) That means that that supervisor has not kept a single motherfucker around. That is a red (laughs) fucking flag right there. There you go. You need senior zookeepers and senior staff or you need new seniors and old keepers or something because those numbers need to be similar or that something's ain't something right. Something ain't adding up. Something's not clicking. (laughs) Something ain't clicking. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good one. I was just going to say one last thing. Uh, I don't envy anyone going through any of that stuff. It's miserable the whole time. So just keep your head up. And Mm -hmm. if it's what you want to do, keep at it. But um, it sucks the whole time. And it sucks for everyone. So, like, don't be like, oh, my God. Like, I'm having such a hard time. Everyone is. It's suffering. It's the worst thing ever. Interviewing and jobs. Yeah, don't get discouraged. You'll find a great spot for you. Yeah, just keep at it. Make a spreadsheet, color code it. I don't know. <laughs> That's where you'll get That's your what I did. <laughs> That's what I did. When I heard back, like, no, I would, like, highlight it green. Because, like, at least I heard something. <laughs> oh, I know. That was that was the best is when they actually told me they didn't want to see me. And I was yeah. like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Cut you loose, this. at least. <laughs> All right. So then Gray did send up a follow-up, would you rather, as, like, Amazing. a little mm, a little kiss the end of this statement. Something to tie it off. We haven't had one of those in forever. 
I know. I forgot that we ever did them. <laughs> so Same here. here. Would you rather have a pencil sharpener in your nose or a ketchup dispenser in your belly button? Are you kidding? I love ketchup. I know you do. <laughs> that would be the greatest thing. That'd be so good for traveling. Squirt it out. Because, like, if you travel to other countries, they're not as fucking insane about ketchup we are, and you have to pay extra for ketchup. Oh. Do you think you could fly with that? Are you a fluid? We have so much fluid inside of us. Are you joking? I'm more than two <laughs> ounces already. I can add ketchup to the mix, I think. I have to put myself in a one-quart Ziploc bag every time I go through TSA. <laughs> they, like, scan you with TSA, and they're like, uh-oh, she's got a bag in there. And they, like, open too you much. up. It's just too ketchup. Much. It's just ketchup. <laughs> you smuggling ketchup? full of ketchup. <laughs> What on earth? I think the ketchup dispenser is the way to go. I don't actually use too many wood pencils these I days. I was just so going to say, get a lot of use when is the it. last time you used a pencil? God. <laughs> I can't. Years. Why do we have them? What are they for? I don't know. I don't know. I used a colored it's a, pencil. It's a different time. And I made shrinky dinks. But I asked. Yeah, that's true. I was just going to buy pens the other day. I'm out of pens. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm on red ink right now. I'm on my red pen. Ridiculous. <gasps> Ooh, Take that's harsh. That's like overhead lighting. I know. I almost bought some. My mom was like, no, 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 no. Wait, I have so many pens. She brings me this drawer of 6,000 sharpened. They're all sharpened pencils and like two <gasps> pens. And I was like, this is not the same. Why do you have this? <laughs> Mother. This is a shameful drawer. Why are they? They're all so sharp. <laughs> It's, I don't know what this drawer is or what it means, but is this a threat? It's really bizarre. I've never seen, like, usually people put the pencil away when it's not sharp and then sharpen it when they use it. Right. These are all She sharp, just sharpened it beforehand like, and then put them away. So weird. Is that a weapon? She likes sharpening them, I guess. Maybe. Hear me out. Is there a Her pencil sharpener? Her nose. It's a pencil sharpener. <laughs> We've cracked the case. Got it. Got it in one. I think that'd be great, though, because then, yeah, like, imagine you get a hot dog and you just lift up your shirt and you squirt out ketchup all over it. Then the person, the creepy perv that was waiting to watch you eat the hot dog mm. is, like, disgusted and you've already yeah. gotten rid of them. And, like, they, belly button, no longer around you. I'm not ashamed of my belly. Like, I'll whip it out. Oh, yeah. If it was, like, somewhere strange, like, maybe the back of my head somewhere I couldn't reach or, like, my mm-hmm. butthole or, like, my titty, like, my literal titty, I'd be Actual a little titty. bit more self-conscious. Oh, Yeah. I wouldn't Imagine, be embarrassed. Ooh. I would just be self-conscious. I <laughs> what about this? I would not someone, out. <laughs> <laughs> someone gives you a French fry, right? One of theirs. Mm, mm, and then mm. you're like, oh, it's just one. I don't have a plate or anything. Like, there's nowhere to squirt my ketchup. So you just kind of push it into your belly button and get a little taste. It's French yeah. fry sized. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Something weird happened to your mom, I think, the umbilical cord. You need to check on your mom. <laughs> Something's going on. Is mom okay? <laughs> Is mom good after that? I don't know. Well, I think we answered the crucial question. So uh, ketchup dispenser for both, please. please. Thanks, Grace. If you could just Thank get you. that order going. A fantastic um, question. Thank hopefully you. it'll be ready by Christmas. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us this week. Uh, hope we answered your questions. Hopefully we gave you some good advice as far as green flags to look out for when zookeeping. I think, Flora, you summed it up really well. If this is something you want, don't get discouraged. Keep going for it. Applying for jobs is really hard and it can get really discouraging. So yeah. just keep at it. We believe in you. We're rooting for you. You've got this. You've got it. Remember, the environment is the most important. (laughs) Just keep that in your back pocket (laughs) for your next interview. If they don't ask the question, ask them and then pull a switcheroo and then they'll hire you as the curator. (laughs) That's actually how it works. (laughs) I'm the boss now. I'm the boss now. 
All right. Uh, if you guys want to get your own question answered and a quick and dirty, you can send those to keeperchat at gmail.com. We're also active on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We post weird things all the time. You never know what to expect. I would highly recommend, though, if you're feeling festive, to go on over to patreon.com slash keeperchat. Uh, by signing up to be a patron there, you get access to all of our monthly bonus episodes, past, present, future if you join our ten dollar a month tier you also get access to our discord server we can talk to us about nonsense uh 24 7 mm-hmm. it's great it's actually great uh but this is also the place where you're also keeping our podcast ad free thank god no one wants to hear flora or me talk about casper mattress or like <laughs> me undies or whatever so we're trying to save you as much as possible so please just help us keep the podcast ad free and keep it going we appreciate everyone who's a patron Hope you're all having a great holiday season and we'll chat with y'all next time. Smell you later.